So, what are you into? Tell me. Now. Welcome to What Are You Into? That's right, this show's name has changed. What do you think of the new name? I felt like it was a little bit more appropriate for what we talk about. We're not talking about squirting every time. Not everybody squirts, including me, your host, yet. Um, But yeah, what are you into? I feel like it's so all-encompassing for what I talk about on this show, and I'm excited. I hope you like it. There's a new picture. I got pictures taken. Um, They're sexy. Um, My boobs are, like, featured. And that was a little scary for me, but exciting. So you're welcome. There you go, everybody. Guys, I am so excited about this week's guest. Oh my gosh, Carly is so great. She is so knowledgeable. She's so chill. Her vibe is just so relaxed and like she knows her shit so well that I just love this conversation. Learning about sex toys, learning about her history, learning about... I don't know, her whole deal. I just love her vibe. Um, So I think you'll love it too. And guys, we all need to get on top of our sex toy game a little better. I think we should. We should. We should give it to ourselves. We're going on fucking year two of a pandemic. This is year two, guys. Let's accept it. We're past the one and a half year mark, aren't we? Wait, are we? April, May, June, July, August. Oh, not yet. Not yet. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We're in the second year. Anyway, we owe it to ourselves to find a tool that reaches all of our spots. And wow. Yeah. Wow. I need to go shopping. All right. Well, the air conditioner just turned off. So now it sounds different and... I'm just going to get into it. Guys, welcome to What Are You Into? I hope you like the new digs. Enjoy. Carly, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) I have been following you for a while. And you're one of those people that I didn't know at all and then kind of cold emailed. Um, And so I don't like, like, I know all the like words that you would use to describe yourself, but I don't like know you, but you're like, from my perspective, you're a total inspiration. You're just like educating people about sex, constantly talking about sex toys these are all things that are like kind of new to me that like, this is a part of Instagram that is new to me too. So when I saw you, I was like, holy shit, I want to talk to this woman. Like she knows so much. She's talking about it, you know, just like without shame. And yeah. How did you start this whole journey you're on with sex toy, the sex toy world? It's kind of funny. Cause I was working for Harley Davidson Cause I thought they were going to be like fun, open-minded, like leather people. Mm. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Or> otherwise. 
Yeah, I did not realize they were all very conservative and Republican. Found that out pretty quickly. Yikes. <laughs> um, and then I got into, I like just started applying for new jobs and uh, a sex shop was hiring for a supervisor position. And I have lots of retail experience and lots of experience like teaching workshops about sexuality in college and like leading discussions. So I applied and I got hired as a supervisor and I realized I am really good at talking to people about sex toys. That's awesome. And which store was this? That was the pleasure chest. Nice. That is like a legendary, a legendary yeah. store. Where yeah, I got that? to I got to manage the one in the West Village mm -hmm. in Manhattan that uh, Charlotte buys her rabbit for in Sex of oh, the yes, City. Yes. So yeah. So we got to be on the Sex of the City tour and like have like tourists come in all the time. It was a fun experience. Wow. I feel like Sex in the City has come up a lot on this show. Um, if nothing else, to just be like a marker in our history of like yeah. what sex used to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I feel like rimming, we've talked about rimming before on this show where like that came up on Sex in the City and they're like, ooh, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's always really interesting to think back about like how this sex writer was really like sex negative and like kind of totally. shamey about everything across the board. Like, extremely body did, negative yeah, too. Yeah. How did you get into so. that? You love shoes. Like, why do you want to shape sluts? I don't know. <laughs> That is such a good point. Um, I think it's still like valuable for a lot of people, not to me per se. I didn't have like that kind of connection to the show. Um, I think I've always been kind of irritated by it, but <laughs> but it I mean that that show really spoke to me. I loved it at the oh, time, good. and like yeah. we'll and still rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'll like still rewatch it without shame, but like yeah. it did not age well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I, I rewatched the movie, and is the movie the one where they're like, uh, Samantha, you're chubby? <laughs> yeah, and like she's not at all. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> no they didn't even like, there's nothing going on. Yeah. It was that was, I think, the scariest part where like my stomach sank. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's kind of a marker for people just because, or it's a big deal for people just because it's like some people's first introductions to sex and stuff like that. Did you watch it like as a kid or? Yeah, I watched it when it was on and I remember really enjoying how open they were with the conversations about sex. Although looking back, they weren't as open as like me and my friends are now. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> yeah. more just like the fact that samantha i don't know if the word flagrant is the right word but she's like flagrantly slutty and like yeah the rest of them aren't and they definitely have shit to say about it but some i guess samantha seeing someone being the female version of what we saw you know as like masculine qualities our whole lives definitely was inspiring for sure yeah she was definitely the best part of the show <laughs> for sure <laughs> Definitely. So tell me about this teaching about sex in college. Like, where did you go to school and how did you get into that? I went to Hunter and was part of the um, Queer Student Union. And we held workshops, anything about like gender to domestic violence awareness to sex toys to kink. And we would bring people in and then 
like I would lead discussions. I was also the treasurer or the president for a while. Cause that's just, you know, big Virgo mood, but yeah, I yeah. Say, you're like, you have leader vibes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm a good organizer. That's what my superpower is. That's cool. Were you on like yearbook in high school and stuff like that? Or like student council? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> not, not quite that much of a participant in mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's awesome. So then you started teaching. Yeah. Sex classes. I think I. I definitely dipped my toe. Like I went to a really liberal college and was just sort of starting to like understand labels about my sexuality and really wanting to find my people. And I think it was called the Gay Straight Alliance. I think that was what it was called. Yeah. Yeah, in my college. And so I went I think I felt like an outsider, even though I knew myself to be queer or or bi. I was sort of just like, I'm, you know, here to support you guys. Or like, you know, I think one day I did go in there when I was feeling like shitty and like needing a place to be, you know, accepted. But I never, I think, got fully involved. I think because I was intimidated for whatever reason. I, I mean that. I mean that may be Pisces energy. I don't know. I mean, I'll say in college, like, looking back, we were pretty clicky. Yeah. We we could have been a little more inviting. Yeah. 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 And I think I I became friends with some lesbians. And but in general, it was definitely a like, who the fuck are you breeder? Uh, Like, yeah, like, get away from us. (laughs) Like, you're not fully committed or whatever. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. When when did did you graduate high school? Like I don't know your age group. 2005. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. I, yeah, I was yeah, I was just like 4 years ahead of you, but it was probably around the same vibe going on in our country at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So it went from set like <laughs> teaching sex, teaching about sex in college, getting this job. And then did you just sort of like sort of skate from spot to spot, opportunity to opportunity? Like, how did you sort of like grow your voice? The good thing about starting at the Pleasure Chest was that they, the people that were there at the time were really amazing at helping develop new presenters for workshops because they have a whole workshop program. And I'm a great public speaker already because I have my degree in music performance. So like, I know how to like be in front of a crowd and do that. And I am someone that just like gives myself lots of opportunities despite not seeing people that look like me. So like if there was an event and I wanted to teach at it, despite like maybe not being their demographic, (laughs) I would always want to involve myself. And I made myself known and despite like, not looking like I fit in at like wedding conventions for like bachelorettes and stuff like I'm Mm -hmm. personable and like Mm -hmm. people like to talk to me and I'm very good at explaining things in a way that's accessible for a lot of different people so that's so cool you're so (laughs) I just feel so inspired by you you know for the reasons you just pointed out that like maybe you didn't fit into these places but you're good at talking to talking to people like and then so so you have all this confidence and then like 
did you have like a sexually like a sex positive upbringing or did you ever have to like battle shame about sexuality yeah no i i was pretty set up yeah i was i was set up for success like i was very lucky my mother when i was growing up was like a social worker and like did all that stuff so like i knew knew the the realities yeah like like i had a a tough-ish upbringing in certain aspects so like Mm -hmm. i knew the harsh reality of certain things Mm -hmm. so you know i learned a lot about a lot of different things and knew how to set boundaries and things like that so like I've always been that person that people came to with questions right right but then so your mom was a social worker but she was she was fully aware of like that girls are having sex that it's not like something you can't do you know because sex was explained to a lot of children like this is a thing that adults do when they love each other very much and so I was super confused when at 14 I was like I want to get fucked (laughs) (laughs) no my mom was pretty upfront and honest and like told me about like you know demanding pleasure for yourself and not letting people take advantage of you and things (sighs) like that so yeah I was pretty lucky and like I'm not a shy person so like I I'm pretty lucky to have always been someone to demand that like I orgasm too. Yeah, totally. That's amazing. So right now you're working with Spectrum Boutique. How did that, how did you end up with that particular company? I was no longer working for any of the other companies I was working for right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like literally the end of February, I was uh, a free agent. Mm Mm-hmm. And I saw Zoe posting about a job opportunity to do just customer service. And I was like, I can totally do that from my house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I started doing that. And then they realized that I have lots of other talents. Yeah. And uh, my job has quickly evolved into being the buyer and writing a lot for the journal and doing like weekly Q&As and just like... You're becoming one of the faces of the brand. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, it totally, totally. from my perspective, it looks like you're a partner, you know? Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, I think, I I think Zoe would say that like, I'm an important part of the team for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. And so tell me about Spectrum Boutique, like what sets them apart from other sex toy places? I really love Spectrum because we don't sell anything that's going to be like a toxic material so everything is body safe. Totally. Everything is something that like we know that people are going to buy that they want and like lots of different options and different price ranges, lots of different options for like sexualities and preferences and sensations. And we don't gender the categories right. because vibrators, vibrators and butt toys are just butt toys. Mm-hmm. And I really just love that because I, that's really just like toys are tools to be used however you want them and it's so much easier to think about them it makes them a little less daunting Mm -hmm. if you're just like it like if i need to reach a high shelf i grab a ladder if i need to reach my g-spot i'll grab a tool that's going to reach my g-spot like it's Mm -hmm. a simple idea like what 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 tool am i looking for and when you think of it like that it makes it easier to kind of find what you're looking for totally i think there's just like a thick fog of um presupposite like all this knowledge that I had going into getting a sex toy for the first time which was nothing you know which Mm -hmm. was like maybe the sex in the city episode had come out by that time um 
And so I knew about the rabbit. So, you know, of yeah. course I had one, I had to get one, yeah. but then course, realized that was later, the first one I bought. Yeah. yeah, totally. I realized later, like that wasn't for me, the, the pearl thing yeah. going around yeah. was like abrasive to me. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the worst part about those is those are elastomer, which and are like great not... for strokers, but like terrible for inside of your body. Jesus. And I kept reinfecting myself with a UTI because, because you can't, shit. you can't fully clean it. And I kept going to Planned Parenthood and they were like, we don't know why we have no idea. Cause people just didn't know then. Oh shit. You know what? Yeah. yeah this could be some answers to some <laughs> Yeah. Every time, every time I've told that story, someone's like, "Oh yeah," because uh-huh. we've all had that jelly or elastomer or like just yes. still though like, and yeah, it it sucks. I had like, one. It's not yeah. gonna happen to everybody, but like if right. you're sensitive, it'll happen to you. Totally, totally. And there's just no like regulation. There's no like requirements. Nope. You just exactly. have to be like a good buyer or a knowledgeable mm-hmm. customer. You know. Yeah to figure these things out. Like I didn't really know about them until Dan Savage started talking about them on Savage Love because I've always listened to that show. But that was after I started buying sex toys, you know? I had yeah. already gotten a couple nasty jellies yep. kind that like, you know, lint sticks to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, just... like even I didn't know and like mm-hmm. I love sex toys even before I started working for shops. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would buy them. I didn't cuz like how would why would you assume that they're selling you something that could burn you or like give you an totally. infection or something like totally. just who would who would think that? Yeah, it's like obviously this is going inside my vagina, yeah. guys. So I trust you why would I trust these people that those companies are run by men of course yeah exactly (laughs) for so long it wasn't it the case that men designed sex toys Mm -hmm. for women and it's like what the fuck is going on here like yeah I mean all sex toys were at first were like marital aids quote unquote and they were all dildos for people that had like erectile dysfunction right and then I think fun factory was one of the first ones to be like hey we need like a vibrator for the outside right yeah Yeah. my my sister-in-law was in this play called the vibrator play and it's about a point in history where they were using this like plug-in vibration tool for like hysteria or like depression yeah Yeah. (laughs) whatever whatever like emotional problems they're like honey let me just real quick yeah That's how I cure my depression. I mean, yes, it's definitely a coping <laughs> Keeps mechanism. Me going, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, there's one thing to look forward to today. Yeah. Uh, a mind-blowing orgasm? Why yeah, not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Vibrators are uh, a lifesaver. And I think I've only just gotten into penetration tools. Like I had like one of those nasty jelly vibrating things that I kind of doubled as a dildo for a while. Um but I had Nicole Byer on the show and she introduced us to, um, I might have it actually. This is my fucking underwear drawer right here. So I might have it. She introduced me to this like Tracy's dog thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you know the company Tracy's dog? I am familiar. Okay. I, you know, I can't find it, but it's like. It's, it's, it has the internal piece and then the suction part. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've definitely had like mixed results with it. Mostly I fit like I've it's it's interesting it fits like a certain anatomy. So I kind of yeah. have to like inch around to like get mm-hmm. it where it's supposed to go. Um but I loved it and like the I just found the reviews on 
on Amazon to be fucking hilarious. There yeah. were like paragraphs long reviews from women being like, fuck men, I never need a man again <laughs> after this thing. <laughs> it was so great. So this is just me, like this is my first sort of dipping my toe into like penetrative toys do you guys have any like that or are you a fan of that tracy's dog oh, model yeah yeah yeah. there's a there's a bunch of different ones and there's ones that are more flexible mm -hmm. so like laura right. de carlo makes a really cool one it's called the oze okay. and the pieces you can adjust like how far and how deep you want them so you can make it really fit your anatomy oh shit because Guys, that's the oze. issue yeah is that's the issue is that like everyone's different and everyone you know wants different things so yeah. like toys like that are cool and that one it has the suction on the outside for the clit and then on the inside for the g-spot it has this little like rolling ball that'll like massage your g-spot yeah that's cool yeah because the vibration tool inside is like it's it it works like i love that yeah. it like kind of gets the whole thing warmed up but i like yeah. the rolling thing wow that sounds exciting <laughs> yeah it's so interesting the the anatomy thing no one talks about um vagina size everyone's oh, fucking I do. Talk you do <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm always talking, talking about, about it <laughs> like pop culture is obsessed with dick size like forever and always which i find extremely disturbing <laughs> because yeah. it's just like someone's body you know yeah exactly yeah, you have no control over it exactly it's like people compliment my boobs all the time and i'm like thanks i grew them myself like yeah they're just there I, yeah like guys. i have no control over it like this is totally. just how i look mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have great boobs. You picked out a great pair at the yeah, store, thanks. didn't you? you know, great taste. Fluffed them myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so interesting that yeah, dick size is on everyone's lips all the time. You don't see any men posting on their whatever Tinder profiles. I'm a size queen or a king. Yeah. And it's like you should have pussy size preference but just because it, like depending on what goes well with your anatomy because i've never been a quote-unquote size queen because i don't think i have the good like i think i have the goods i i think it's like a little bit like not deep yeah i mean listen that's the thing everyone's anatomy is completely different and mm -hmm. likes different things mm -hmm. and that's just really about like finding those puzzle pieces that fit right yeah totally yeah so you say you talk about vagina size a lot is that what do you mean by that well yes i frequently talk about that i frequently talk about how like rabbits don't fit because like they're not adjustable and people's like things are in different configurations yeah it's i so talk yeah i wrote a whole article about like does clit size matter because somebody asked that question yes. on the q a and i was like you know what I want to write a whole thing about this and Zoe let me. So I it was love cool. that. Yeah. And I like read medical articles. I was very invested in knowing like what people know. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> does clit size matter? And then does pussy size, like does the vaginal yeah. canal size matter? Cause it's kind of, obviously the clit is like our dicks quote unquote, yeah. if we have to put it in that kind of language, but, but like, our vaginas are also kind of our inside out dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all part of the same, uh, you know, yeah. puzzle. I'm talking very like hetero language here, but <clears throat> assuming that you're going to put a dick in your pussy. Um, but I, yeah, I found that so uh, illuminating the first time I really like got to know another woman's vagina. I was shocked at how like short the canal was and being like, okay, this is like, 
this is a thing. This is a thing. Our bodies are all different. Someone just like made a wild guess and like made the rabbit that long. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a guesstimate for about where it should be, but like, it's going to be different. And like, everyone's going to want it stimulated differently. Like some people are going to want more pressure or less pressure, deeper pressure, like Mm -hmm. to the left pressure. Yeah. And that's the fun of it is figuring that out. Right. Yeah, the rabbit is so interesting. I found a lot of it abrasive. The the ears too are like kind of sharp. Like if they're in the right spot, it's very uncomfortable. They're like a little slappy if you uh Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your what's your favorite sex toy like of all time? Or like the classic that you use the most? Magic wand. Yes. Yeah. I have a tattoo of it. Oh my god it's on your yeah. middle knuckle yeah which how yeah. uh yeah, yeah. perfect yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's funny because sometimes like people will see it out in the world and they're like oh is that a microphone are you a singer and i'm like Hell yes no. <laughs> actually you <laughs> well, are a singer too did you uh, did, no no i don't say no no, no. I, I play like the least cool instrument ever i play a euphonium Okay. which is like a smaller tuba right right yeah gotcha. yeah very yeah. sexy this yeah, yeah. <laughs> small tube i love that i love yeah. it. i play a small tuba yeah you know <laughs> yeah this was my i can get this one out this was my like mm-hmm. quarantine Ooh, it has a hair on it great my that was my quarantine like indulgence was getting the fucking magic wand finally oh yeah and just like yeah final like that 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 adds up to like three sex toys i have though which is kind of pathetic when i imagine like what your drawer is like i mean it's not even a drawer it's just like an overflow at this point right right well we were probably testing tools all the time right yeah and like people are sending me stuff because now like i'm the buyer they're like oh add this to your website and i'm a harsh critic so good luck people good luck yeah better knock my socks off yeah and like and and, it, and i'm good at looking at it objectively too like just because right. i don't want it doesn't mean that someone else someone is gonna else. want it. it has to be like an objectively good toy right like someone has to want this feature at some point <laughs> exactly so on your website it's kind of got a list of like um <laughs> your adjectives or like you know like <laughs> what you do um and i noticed something on there it says you're a porn star Mm-hmm. do you want to talk about porn do you want to talk about doing porn i didn't know you did porn sure yeah i i have done sex work since i've been 17 mm-hmm. um and now i do pretty much all digital mm-hmm. i've cammed i've uh collaborated with like queer porn creators like aorta mm-hmm. i have a many vid store i have a porn hub store i have an OnlyFans. i do all the things oh that's great only fans yeah. cool yeah I, I, have- I started doing like just regular old porn and then i was like you know what like people know me for toys so now i do mostly like toy reviews and a little bit of like role playing and stuff like that but it's been fun that's great so yeah. but did you you started when you were 17 was that something you wanted to do or was it more like <laughs> i would like to make some money <clears throat> I got into it uh, a tale as old as time. I had a pimp mm-hmm. and, and that was super fun. And then I was like, hey, the sex work itself isn't bad. It's the pimp that's bad. Another uh, tale so, as old as time. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, got away from that. Pretty sure he's in jail now oh, on like God. a third strike type of move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. 
And yeah, that, that situation can be very sticky, but I'm glad that you found your footing and it turned out to be something you like. Yeah. Like sex work can be really empowering and really fun and really like, you know, affirming for my body and like how I look and like how I view myself as a sexual person mm-hmm. uh, but it could also be really shitty and like objectifying and like exhausting and like people projecting their own like fears and like desires onto you all the time and like you know yeah there's a, there's a good and a bad right yeah sex work prostitution being like doing porn that's all stuff that I'm incredibly fascinated with and i think probably just the general american public is probably very fascinated because it's just like how do you do that how could you possibly because you know we were raised in such a puritan society but then also like you know it's the oldest profession (laughs) doing sex work and it's like so like obviously necessary to a functioning society for so many different reasons you know, and people just think of the, like the quote unquote bad reasons or whatever, yeah. like, you know, whatever, cheating, cheating fathers or yeah. <laughs> abusers or like, you know, murderers and stuff like that. But it's just, yeah, I guess I've, I've always wanted to, you know, I've, I've definitely been drawn to that work a lot and just, it's hard to <clears throat> navigate these responses that my body and brain have because the body and brain is going no you can't and like you can't show your body mm-hmm. like that's your body like that is something so valuable if you put it out there like oh my god it's almost like it's almost a little bit like the whole myth of virginity of like yeah. this oh, is yeah. so precious and it's like that doesn't exist that is a construct it's not even yeah like just i mean people think that it means like penis and vagina you know and like yeah exactly maybe like for some people and then also why is virginity even a thing like i want to lose my virginity it's so silly it is so silly yeah it's wild to think that someone could like change something about you by doing something so simple yeah (laughs) exactly and then and then for you to show your body being kind of the same concept in my head of like i'm giving this up for good you know like once my nakedness is out there then it's over and it's really funny because I've definitely sent like uh hundreds of naked pictures to people sometimes even strangers online yeah but for some reason crossing that bridge of like showing my body um is really scary and I'm like I kind of want to get over it I kind of just like want to do it. Not that I would assume there's an audience for it. <laughs> Listen, there is an audience for everybody. everybody there is, that's true. Yeah, people should never operate on a scarcity model for sex work. Like, You're yes, right. it's hard to make a living and it's hard to like commit to it. It's a lot of work, but like there's fans for everybody. That's true. That's yeah. true. There's definitely some Kelly fans out there. How, what do you think, listeners? Do you want to see me naked? <laughs> um, don't answer that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's so interesting. So what what would you say are your, like, <clears throat> unique turn-ons? Or, like, what's, like, a quote-unquote unconventional thing that turns you on? 
I'm pretty boring. I like I am also very simple. Like if you compliment me enough, I'll just like oh, fall fuck in love. Yeah. Yeah, oh like, the best dirty talk is you telling me how hot I am. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very easy to, to get me. I'm very simple. Yeah. And, like, and be into, like, pleasing me and listening to me. Totally. I know. Very, very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that goes fucking miles. Just, yeah. like, someone wanting to, just expressing that they want to please you. I think it was like <clears throat> two days ago, I was chatting with someone on field that like dating app. Mm-hmm. I'm just also like an, op- I'm in an open relationship. Um, and we, um, this woman <laughs> who was really hot <clears throat> was like listing things that I had listed on my profile. She's like this thing, this thing, this thing. Oh my God, you're my kink. And I'm like, I think I felt better than I had felt in months. <laughs> in that I was like, holy shit. And also now I'm horny again. Like, yeah, I'm not on, like I've been pulled out of depression and I'm horny again just because of this compliment. Yeah. I have a primary partner that I live with and then I have someone that I'm like casually dating oh, nice. and the person I'm casually dating is very good for like sending me a message of like, I'm so happy to be fucking you or I'm so lucky to be fucking you. And I'm like, great. Now I'm horny again. Like, Uh, (laughs) yeah. What a dream. That's so cool. Yeah. So how long have you been, would you call describe yourself as polyamorous? Yeah. I've definitely been like out in polyamorous since I was 17 Mm -hmm. when I could put words to it. Yeah. Right. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I was feeling it. I think I kind of got forced into it a little bit by a, by a boyfriend that was you know um <clears throat> ended up not being for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know he kind of introduced it so early in the relationship and it kind of shocked me but that definitely got the wheels turning and and <clears throat> and then eventually I read sex at dawn have you ever read that mm-hmm. it's it was like oh thank god this is like real and like not just something I'm feeling you know yeah totally kind of like when you like watch the matrix and you're like oh <laughs> maybe we are like all plugged into yeah. Thing. yeah it was similar to that to being like wow this is like an underlying suspicion i had and like how do i just keep having like it just scared the shit out of me like relationships because i would keep having these very committed like i would fall in love so hard over and over again and then it would run its course. And then I would be like, oh, no, like, I'm never going to be able to get married, you know? And like, that may be true. Maybe I don't want to get married. But it's also like, I could. But then I could just keep falling in love and fucking other people, too, you know? And it's, it's like... so interesting, yeah. Yeah. It just, like... Kind I, of a- I did it completely differently. I was like, I found this, like, swingers website. I was like, I'm going to fuck couples. That's exciting. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I dated my first couple when I was like a freshman in college mm-hmm. and they were super hot and that was amazing. And I figured out that I loved being a unicorn and like we would go to swingers parties. And then I was like, swingers aren't quite my people, but like totally. polyamorous folks are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think the vibe of polyamorous folks has changed for sure. Or like, oh yeah, you know, more people are coming out of the woodwork, so it's not yeah. like, oh, it's just this type of person. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But yeah, with like swingers, it's like I want to like go on a date first and not just like go to your house and like fuck your wife. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is. I find that I definitely think I might be interested in the unicorn thing too. I haven't tried it yet. I've always been the in the couple, you know, having the third in the mm-hmm. threesomes that I've had, but. I want to try that, but I have had, like, I have been kind of burned with, with, like, meeting a couple online, it only being the husband, you know, or whatever, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the male of the relationship. And just or the wife's, like, like, not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's unclear if they're yeah. into it. And, like, there's a lot of pushiness. And it's, like, can we just mm-hmm. get to the thing? And I'm, like, dude, this is not how it works. Like, we yeah. need to, like, I need to trust you. Like, it's not just that. Yeah. Have you ever seen that show on? Sh- I think Showtime had the show Polyamory. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. It was so insane. And yeah, like, that show was off the rails. It was fucking crazy. It was just like so bad for <laughs> us. I <think>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. It was so f- it, guys. Like, if you have not seen this reality show, there's only two seasons, but it is so fascinating. It is so, like, there's this couple, or quadruple, I guess, like, living in San Diego. And I don't want to be mean, but, like, the aesthetic is just, like, purple cloth, um, like, dust. (laughs) Just, like, the most unappealing environment. And they're, like, we're having a couple move in with us, but they're going to be, like, living in a garage room. And it's, like, why would anyone do this? It was crazy. Yeah. And then that thruple in, in Riverside. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. And just so much like intense, crazy, like jealousy and rage that was just totally unchecked. And like, yeah. Yeah. It was just like the pure example of like what not to do with polyamory. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And then in the second season, there was that other thruple and it was just like, I there was this one part I think near the, I maybe have been the last episode where this outside person who was just like a friend of that that pole dan- the pole dancing teacher mm-hmm. um <clears throat> who was like this guy doesn't care about what you guys want like he just wants what he wants and like the two girls are kind of just left to do whatever and I was like oh my god thank you <laughs> someone yeah. sane is here like it was so nightmarish. And also on the second season, there was like a woman who was dating Michael, the guy from San Diego, um, who had like seen him on TV and like, obviously. Oh my God, I forgot all on. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted to be on TV. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Oh my God. It was crazy. And like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I found... I. I think it was in the first season that I forget these people's names. And again, if you're one of those people listening, I'm sorry that I objectified your life and like I'm commenting on it. But there is. I mean, listen, it's also like how they were portrayed on television. Exactly. I'm sure that it's not like the most accurate representation of themselves. Right. And I guess I just also want to thank them for helping me on the journey of realizing what it is. It opens conversations. Totally. What I I want and what I don't want. You know, like I think there was a moment where Michael was like, you not letting me hang out with your girlfriend is you not being Polly. And it's like, well, I, I feel like you can set whatever boundaries you want, right? Yeah. 
like Definitely. i don't want you to fuck my girlfriend sorry yeah <laughs> like, so do you what were you saying that was your turn-ons oh yeah yeah compliments yeah <laughs> um do you have any like current sexual obsessions like a toy something you saw in porn a celebrity um a dream you had i was having i sex mean oh no go on oh, oh, I, oh, I was having sex dreams about brad pitt for a while and so <laughs> which is so stupid it's like the dumbest person to have a sex dream about but it was like ruling my sexual imagination for a while and then i started getting that's really, a good one yeah i started getting really into drag queens though like basically in and out of drag just like obsessing over them like i love i met the drag queen willem one time mm -hmm. and i like <laughs> she hadn't like shaved her legs that day so there was like a little bit of like leg hair like i could see like a touch of man and it was the fucking hottest thing i've ever mm -hmm. seen i was like holy shit she's like done up so hot like full makeup full drag but like a little bit of hair like growth i was just like oh fuck this is so hot <laughs> like <laughs> that whole like drag queens in and out of drag thing is just like getting me lately yeah it can be really hot yeah is there anything like yeah. that for you right now i think that i want to plan for my birthday Ooh. a big play party where i'm the center of attention and that uh everyone has to give me 34 orgasms for my birthday oh my god I mean, not, not each like overall you're turning 34 i'm not trying to be that ambitious yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god i love that that is so um again inspirational that you like have a community that you would be able to like even like dream that up <laughs> yeah i can make it happen i think i have enough sexy friends that would be down oh my god well good luck with that <clears throat> and if that does happen and you do want to talk about it Thank like you. i am happy to do a bonus episode <laughs> okay. that is incredible sounds good <laughs> yeah that is amazing like where do you meet these people do you do you go to sex parties a lot or do you just like meet them online or on dating apps or what i mean before in the before times i would go to play parties but mm -hmm. um i'm more of a voyeur at play parties because i like to know people and be a little more comfortable with them totally that would be uh, my vibe yeah but i i love meeting people online i am on fetlife uh you know that old yeah. classic <laughs> Uh, I'm also on field. I think I have the best luck on OkCupid, though. I met my partner and my, like, casual cutie, uh, both on OkCupid. I seem to have the best luck there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, um, I feel and, like on yeah. OkCupid, you can be very specific about who you are and what you're looking for. Yeah, and, like, you can connect your personal, like, profile to your partner's pro profile. So, like, right. people know that, like, you're poly and you don't have to be like, oh, did you know that, like, I'm also dating someone? And you don't have to have that awkward conversation yeah. Yeah, where they're like, what? You're a bad yeah, person. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and I've really been enjoying Pure. They hired me to write an article about sex thing for them. Um, but I, and I'm a pervert, so I'm like, well, now I got to use this app and figure out if it's good or not. Oh, that's so, awesome. I don't yeah, know about so, Pure. Is yeah, that a new Pure, dating app? 
Yeah, Pure is actually really fun. It's um, it's kind of like if Craigslist and Snapchat had a baby. Whoa. So like you can like post ads or look at people's ads from like anywhere, or and you can like them and like send pictures that like disappear. Oh my god, this scares me a little bit, but that's very. <laughs> that sounds really. Exciting. It's it's really good for like really instant gratification of like someone telling you that you're hot and then being like thanks and then bye. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I want to do that. Yeah, I think there was like I saw someone do an ad recently on, not an ad. It was someone's profile on Field and like in their description. Some people do use that as an ad actually, but. Someone said, like, I'm in a little club of people on Snapchat, and it's just kind of like, we just send each other sexy shit. And it sounds like it's the same thing. And yeah, like, similar. Yeah, that sounds fun. I love that idea. I think I've always been one of those people that's like, have these like crazy exhibition dreams where I'm like, definitely came in my sleep. <laughs> and I'm like... I think I would be into this and like in my waking life it's like scary to consider but in my dreams it's fucking awesome and I think I really need to like do it and the internet is like perfect for that oh yeah totally exactly yeah what was your I'm curious about like you were slightly you know one four years younger than me or whatever but like what was your like upbringing around the the internet like what was your first experiences on the internet? I love talking to people about this. I mean, being a pervert on the internet. Like, Same, yeah. immediately. Yeah, immediately, <laughs> yeah. As soon as I had access to the internet and, like, privacy, like, going into chat rooms and, like, mm -hmm. talking to people and, like, flirting and t doing things I definitely shouldn't have been doing at oh my that God. age. Oh yeah, my God. and, like, looking at porn and, like, just Googling what things were. Yeah, I was totally, like... It, it's funny, my... my primary partner says all the time that we've seen more porn than our ancestors combined <laughs> and i was like you know you're not wrong time's a million <laughs> though totally. yeah yeah like, yeah like like an obscene amount I, know. <laughs> I mean yeah there was like porn was barely i mean porn didn't exist basically yeah, for I a mean, very long for time for all intents and purposes no yeah. yeah and like my ancestors weren't looking at it unless they were doing it you know on their own yeah I like mean, maybe someone had like a dirty postcard but yeah, like most totally. people didn't really have like porn right i made i brought this up on the podcast before but my grand or my uncle found a letter that my great great grandfather gave to his son on his deathbed and the letter said like of all the things to avoid never masturbate like never son just like and like i'm like <laughs> wow wow the what, shame what an intense yeah is deep in this family holy shit like damn he was like onanism and like also don't even marry a woman because like they're trouble yeah <laughs> they're gonna drain you of your life force exactly yeah exactly that that was the belief i was talking to someone about circumcision on this podcast and how it was like kind of that turn of the century uh de-sexing the population scare where circumcision was like oh here's a here's a quick fix if you don't want your kid to ever masturbate like just circumcise them then it won't be enjoyable for them at all and it's like that is so sad yeah so sad that people were like oh 
that would be wonderful if my baby would just never masturbate. Oh, thank God for this option. Bizarre. <laughs> so fucking bizarre and terrifying. Um, but yes, I love that we've all seen way too much porn. And then yeah. do they even have the kind of creepy, like, opportunities for pedophiles basically like i remember in early chat rooms just talking to older men all the time and lying about my age and like who knows who they yeah. even were same like is there even yeah right imagine it was just other children like just pretending to be adults yeah totally exactly. <laughs> yeah like who really who really knows who was fooling who right yeah i ended up talking to one of them on the phone once which is terrifying to think about I'm a mother now and I'm just yeah like, I never I, I never would have done that yeah yeah I had my own line so oh. it was pretty cool um I had him call me if I if it had been the family phone I would have never had him called but I had like my own phone line kids who are listening like cell phones didn't exist yeah <laughs> we had landlines and like for a fee you could have an extra line which a lot of i think teenagers wanted because we were on the phone fucking constantly mm -hmm. and because we didn't have the internet really like we were kind of connecting on aim but that was it um but yeah totally talked to like a 40 year old man who was like not too nasty but like nasty enough um yeah. holy shit so fucking scary oh my god all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Carly. It was great to talk to you. I want to buy the toy. Can you tell me again what the toy was? <laughs> I should just oh, the Oze? Yes. I want the Oze. It's pricey, but it's worth it. Okay. Like, what are we talking? Like, over a hundred bucks? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, th this is this is where I treat myself. Exactly. Yeah. This is like years and years investment. Exactly. I finally marched into like Toys and Babeland and bought myself like an expensive, nice toy that was rechargeable. And that was like probably 10, 12 years ago. And it just crapped out like th this year. And I was like devastated of course yeah yeah i mean listen when you invest sometimes yeah sometimes they last for a really long time i've had ones for like a really long time yeah it's 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 an investment so yeah i'm getting it the Jose. anyway um carly where can we find you online uh makeup and sin is all of my social media handles so that's mm -hmm. instagram twitter tiktok if you play Pokemon Go, it's it's makeup and sin. Like that's just me across the oh, board. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then my blog is dildo or dildon't.com. <laughs> did you come up with that? You know, actually, a friend from high school did. I love it. But I do love puns, and I was looking for a punny name. I love it. Okay, so dildo or dildon't. And do you have anything else to plug? Do you have anything coming up? Uh, I mean, I always have workshops coming up. The easiest way to find that is to go on my like Instagram and click that link because it's like a link tree mm -hmm. and it'll have like events and whatnot. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carly. Have a great day. Thanks for being on the show and audience keep squirting.